Vice President of Communications and Outreach for Great Rivers Greenway. Emma Clues comes back to the program to give us uh, some updates uh, in an effort to connect all of the region together for people that like to walk. I'll still drive by and wave to you. Hello, Emma. Hi, how are you? Fantastic. And yourself? Hey, I got to tell you, I looked up the the cake debacle, and there is an update. <laughs> oh, There's wow. A, this three-year-old girl had a very good strategy. She said, if we, if we choose this moment, everyone will be too sad to eat the cake, and there will be more for me. <laughs> you know, at three, that's pretty brilliant when you think about it. Yeah, this is my kind of kid. And it's an amazing cake. Now, granted, what's, what's next? They're going to do... Uh, Bambi's mom burning in the forest. Oh, oh Lord. No, she was shot. <laughs> she didn't burn in the... Well, and then the forest burned. So right. she was shot, yeah. and then she burned up. Okay. that would So it would be a two-layer cake showing the different stages. I'm up to you. You have so much more to tell us, and I love that. Yeah, we are, would love to chat a little bit about the Brick Lane Greenway. I think we've talked about it's a this bold project in the city of St. Louis where wanting to connect the idea of Forest Park to Gateway Arch National Park, Fairground Park to Tower Grove Park, and then hundreds of destinations in between with pathways where you can walk, run, ride a bike, push a stroller, roll a wheelchair, whatever you'd like to do. What are some of the biggest uh, hurdles? I would think, well, the you know, straightest points is between two lines is a straight line. Well, there's a house right there and an intersection right there. And I would think navigating existing structures and the like would be one of the bigger challenges you face. We do. We have lots and lots of partnerships that, that make this work. <laughs> so, um, for example, working with Bi-State Development, uh, looking at, you know, different things we can do within the right-of-way near the Metrolink train or connecting to bus stations. We want to make sure that the Brookline Greenway is just one of the, the types of transportation people have for, for choices to get around town. And, for example... The first little bitty section of this greenway was built um, as part of the Tiger Federal Grant that created the newest Metrolink station in the Cortex Innovation Community. So we partnered together on that to build, you know, the the block or two of greenway alongside the Metrolink station. And so that's one example of, you know, combining construction projects and pooling together to get federal funds. Yeah, it's certainly important to, uh, you know, come up with the green space and to come up with the pass. But it also needs to tie into mass transportation to make it easier for people to get there, which is, I would imagine, a big part of the role of uh, bi-state development in this. And Talby Roach accepting our invitation to join us on the program. And I have to say, had your predecessor, John Nations, not married a dear friend of mine, I would not know what's involved in your job. But I can tell you, John cried a lot. There was so many challenges and, and things to do. But uh, when when you're in charge of getting everybody everywhere, it's a lot. And I'm hearing great things. So hats off. Oh, John, thank you so much. I sure appreciate that. And, yep, sometimes sometimes you got to laugh so you don't cry. But that's, <laughs> that's, that's what we do uh, because really what we're trying to do is exactly what Emma talked about. We're trying to create a connected, thriving, and vibrant re- region. And you got to do that by partnering and talking together and figuring out uh, how do you move people across uh, the greater St. Louis area. And that's, that's what we try to do at Bi-State. I would think a big problem, not a problem, but one of the big issues and challenges for both of you is putting the big picture in somebody's head in a part of the country where most of us are not really 
easy, quick to warm to change, I should say. So it's like, well, look, if we do this, then two years from now, there's going to be this. Look at it that way. Is that is that a difficult thing to do? And what's the secret? Well, sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Emma just talked about one. So, for instance, we pre-built a short section of the brick line greenway uh, in conjunction with the Cortex station. And, you know, John, I, I don't know if I ever thought that I'd be riding Metrolink and looking out the window and seeing a big Microsoft sign at Cortex. But, of course, mm-hmm. I do. I get to yeah. see that. And that is how our region is changing. And we need to lean in and embrace that change and think of the things that we can do in infrastructure so that we're anticipating how our community is building and thriving and growing. Um, that's hard. There's no question. But we need to keep these uh, conversations going so that we're adjusting to the new the new life that uh, we're trying to build here in St. Louis. Emma, is it difficult for you two to get that big picture painted with, with the general public by and large? There's always challenges. You know, we, we do a lot of public participation and community engagement in our projects so that we have these conversations far before construction begins so people can, you know, tell us what their concerns are and what they're excited about and we can work through that process together. Uh, you know, the, the quote, uh, progress moves at the speed of trust. So, uh, you know, what we try to do is have listening sessions, open houses, you know, like really letting the folks that are living and working near our projects inform, you know, what their lived experience is like in that area. They're the experts on on that on any given part of town or, or neighborhood. And so we, we try to do our best to incorporate that information into the project design and then stay in that constant communication so that the time, by the time construction rolls around, you know, by and large, folks are really excited and, and ready for it. I think, Talby, uh, there, there's a, a battle to be fought that, that you need to do is to educate people as to what bi-state development does. Because I think the average person, when stopped and say, what can you tell me that bi-state development agency does? Well, they have the buses. Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple people would come up with Metrolink, but you guys do so many other things that I think even some of the some of the higher educated people don't realize as well. Yes, there is a big a big mix in that milieu. That's true, and, and that's right. Yeah, we have 425 buses. We have 87 light rail vehicles, but we also uh, have the privilege of running the tram up to the arch, and you know, we just a. a great, incredible asset in downtown St. Louis that, for instance, projects like this get people to. And and then also, also we have the, uh, the Freightway District, which is where we promote the movement of freight all through the metropolitan area. And we do uh, work with industry leaders about um, working that asset by here we are sitting um, on the banks of the Mississippi River. So we're figuring out how to use the asset of our location along with real assets so that we move our economy forward. But, you know, all of this is in that kind of, I don't know, that 
underlying web of connectivity, you know, whether it be walking or bicycles or Metrolink or Metrobus, all of those things are the things that make a, a city stronger. And we need to we need to have those questions, reach out to the community, have folks ask us hard questions and answer them, because that's if you don't ask, you don't know. He is the president and chief executive officer of Bi-State Development. That's Talby Roach. Emma Clues with a regular uh, pop-in to keep us posted. And let me ask you this, Emma, uh, from Great Rivers Greenway. Will there get to a point where you come on this broadcast and say, all right, we're done. Enjoy. See you later. (laughs) Well, that's a good question. (laughs) I would say... There will be a point where we, you know, start to say, hey, here's what's in construction. Here's what's going on. Whether we'll ever be fully done, I think that's really up to the people of the region. We'll we'll ask them, you know, what else they want to see from us and how they want to put those tax dollars to work. But we certainly are very excited to to have this be something real and in the real world for people to be able to visit. Well, thank you so much for making this such a great region and a lot of it uh, because of the work of you two and others. Emma Clues, Talby Roach, thank you for the time. Thank you very much. Thanks. I'd be well, guys. See you later. We'll talk again soon. I am sure. So, Max, I probably shouldn't have said that his predecessor cried a lot. No, I'm not, I, mean, I think that's okay. I mean, people kind of expect that. So. It's more metaphoric. I, and seriously, I think a lot of people really think that by state, you know, they're in charge of the bus. And that's maybe it. Maybe the metro. But they, it's like the Port Authority in New York. Right. You know, and it wasn't until 9-11 that you realized, wait, uh, the Port Authority actually ran that place? And it's not just the boats that are at the heart. There's a lot. There's a lot. So I'm glad we can do that. And thank you, Emma, for joining us.